episode 106, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. <laughs> <coughs> right away with the coffin. Yep. Mm. Sorry. This week's breakdown brought to you by Arizona Half and Half Iced Tea Lemonade, the Arnold Palmer Strawberry Flavored. <laughs> ah, that's refreshing. So here is our breakdown of this week's show, where it is Ed and I, no Erica, because she had something else to do today. Yes. So, uh, but you're in for a treat, folks, because not only do I review one movie, but I review two movies. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and then, as a bonus, we get all the stuff out of the way. We talk box office releases. DVD releases and video games releases in this first hour because in part two, Ed just talks about his trip to the happiest place in the world, <laughs> the Chicken Ranch. No, no, <laughs> Disney World. Yes. So um, tune that in for part two where you hear me mock the hell out of Disney World. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. But until then, enjoy. We'll see you in a bit. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi. So, it, if you can tell, there is a voice missing from the beyond the ether. Really? Which one? It's Erica. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was B. No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she apparently has something to do, but she should be calling in later. Possibly. I don't know. Hopefully she said, from her? Hopefully not. I don't know. <laughs> she said she is because we, you know, we had a, for those people who were listening last week, we had a homework assignment. We all had to watch Gotham. Oh, yeah. The season premiere of Gotham. So uh, we'll find out who saw it, who didn't see it, and what people thought of it. Yes. All right. So uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So uh, um, let's start off with Ed. How was your week? It was good. It was good. I wasn't home. So. That's why there's three episodes of people who are downloading the show. Uh, they're not there because uh, I didn't have a chance to get them done yet. <laughs> they uh, edited through. And uh, and where were you, Ed? <laughs> I was at the happiest place on earth. A whorehouse? <laughs> no, 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 no. For kids. It was Disney. <laughs> you were at a whorehouse for kids? <laughs> that doesn't sound happy at all. <laughs> that sounds very frightening. <laughs> Oh, for the no. kids. <laughs> look, at, look at fire. Let's tell you that story about the fireplace, Ed. <laughs> I went to Disney World this week, and uh, what a what a great time. <laughs> okay, see, when you add that, <laughs> people not sure if you're being serious or being like, <laughs> that's my sarcastic laugh. Like, oh, yeah, it was a great time. <laughs> no, it was, it was a great time. All right, well, we'll get a little later on the day. Okay. You, you, um, I think we might do that in... Instead of, since Erica is not here, yeah. instead of doing Life, the Universe, and everything with Erica, usually I step in to do Life, the Universe, and nothing <laughs> with Sean, but I think we might have a special, special Life, the Universe, and something with Ed. <laughs> there you go. All right? <laughs> For an hour or two. Yeah, right. and then when, if Erica said she was going to call like around seven-ish. Yeah. But that's weird because we usually take a break at seven. Yeah. So she wants just to have to hang on until we come back if she remembers. If she remembers. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so we either start off with our review of Gotham or go right into Life, the Universe, and eh, with Ed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, my week, my week was kind of uneventful. Uneventful. Okay. But well, 
it depends. If you're a gamer, it's eventful. If you're not a gamer, it's pathetic. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of like that's it's it's a double edged sword. Ed, being a gamer, um, for those people who know, I've been I've been playing Destiny a lot. Mm-hmm. So, a couple things happened this week where I was like, "Yay!" You know, like awesome. This is great. And then that's. And it also kind of like, a, oh, you got to be kidding me. That happened too? <laughs> Shit. So, uh, you know, I'll get into that a little later on when we do the video game stuff. Okay. Because I, I do, you know, that's pretty much what I've been doing all week. I did go see two movies this week. All right. Because um, uh, Thursday, my usually people who are fans of the show know that Sundays are usually my day. I go to the movies with my father. Yes. Well, he took off this past Thursday for the Jewish holiday of Rosh Hashanah. So... Rosh Hashanah, yeah, Rosh Hashanah, okay. Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, nah. <laughs> no. Bomb, 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 Oi. Sorry, that last boy went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> so, um, so we saw a movie Thursday, mm-hmm. and then uh, we saw a movie today. Oh, okay, cool. So I'll let you know when we do the box office well, the releases. Top five movies. All right, sounds <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me again. Wow. <laughs> Ed, you have to take over the show. Rosebud. <laughs> pull my finger. In <laughs> our last words. <laughs> you pull it. Oh, he smells like shit now. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a long three hours now. So, uh,. There's a little something for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that was pretty much my week. I mean, it was it was fraught full of whole oh, yay and an oh no's, and then uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know, since uh, since we have stuff that we're gonna get into later, I say we start off the show after saying hello. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Let's get in the box office releases. Top five. Movies. I'm sorry. Yeah. Top five movies. Here we go. Number five, Dolphin Tale 2. It made four ah, point... <laughs> ah. Two of them, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go. It made four point... I lost my spot. <laughs> 4.8 million over the weekend and uh, 33.6 overall with 30, 36,000... 36,000. Wow, that's what... Cheap movie. Cheap movie. Morgan Freeman, and just, he did a phoner. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a $36 million budget. All they did was recut the movie... With deleted scenes from Davidale Two, Davidale One, and it's just alternate takes of stuff he said in that movie for Davidale Two, and all of a sudden, yeah, I knew that dolphin. That dolphin was a friend of mine. Wait, that doesn't even count. Like, get, get busy swimming or get busy dying. <laughs> he intercut all his other, you know, famous roles, just voiceover. Next thing you know, he's talking about penguins and shit. Except. He, they made for life. We're still talking about penguins? Are we talking about dolphins? That dolphin tail made him swim a little faster. Because he had no tail. I saw Mr. Wayne swimming with the dolphins. <laughs> that dolphin tail helped that Fred, that dolphin swim through a mile of shit. <laughs> Only to be hit by an oil tank. <laughs> All right, so yay, family for fun times for that movie. Uh, what's number four? Number four is This Is Where I Leave You. It made $7 million over the weekend and $22.5 million overall. This Is Where I Leave You? Yes. This Ooh. Is Where I Leave You. 
I don't even remember the name of that. I don't even know what that movie's about. It made it has a nineteen point eight million dollar budget, so it made its money back in two weeks. So there you go. Congratulations, yeah. guys! Yay! Congratulations Yay. for a movie I've never heard of. All right, so uh, what was number three? Number three was a new release. It's Box Trolls. It made seventeen point <laughs> two million over the weekend, <laughs> and has no idea what the budget is. So there you go. Um. Yeah, it was a kids' movie, so I mean, I might see it eventually, but yeah, all right. All right. Number two, number two is was number one's movie last week, The Maze Runner. It made seventeen point five million, and it made fifty eight million overall with a thirty four million dollar budget. So all right, so made its money back in two uh, weeks. Kids, uh, I gotta say, the kid lead kid is uh, a solid, I think, star mm-hmm. because he was in the Percy Jackson movies. Okay, he's the lead in this movie, and then he's gonna be in in October. Uh, that movie with Brad Pitt and Shia LaBeouf called Fury. Yeah. He's going to be in that movie. It looks like he's kind of like, of course, it's Brad Pitt being the commit. It, it seemed, for those of you who've seen um, Inglorious Bastards, he almost is kind of using like that Southern, that kind of accent. Mm-hmm. Like, I came here to kill Nazis. <laughs> and boy, business is, bo- I'm in the business of killing Nazis and business is booming. <laughs> kind of almost like that, except he's a, he's a tank guy. Tank commander. Yes. Yeah, my I got a what weird connection in my headphones because I keep going in and out. <laughs> you know, uh, and Shalaba is in it. Hi, Shalaba. I'm hoping he, he like picks up some like decent tips from Brad Pitt on how to be a decent human being. <laughs> so uh, uh, some acting tips. <laughs> yes, not acting. I mean, he's a fine actor. It's it's the off screen persona that tends to be more of a. Really, dude? Come on. You were in fucking Even Stevens. <laughs> you <know? laughs> like, you were not an overnight sensation. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that was kind of... All right, what was number one? Number one movie was The Equalizer, which was also a new release this weekend. It made $35 million Yes. over the weekend, and has a $55 million budget. So it's getting close. It'll make its money back next weekend. I This is one of the two movies I saw. Oh, okay. I saw this today. Um, would you like to hear this review or the movie that I saw Thursday? Let's start with this one, and then the one you saw Thursday we'll do after that. Oh, we'll go backwards in time. Oh, All right. Um, so we went to go see the movie. That's it, really. Okay, moving on. No. Uh, it was good. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, it's Denzel Washington, Antoine Fuqua, I think is the director. Okay. He directed him in Training Day, um, End of Watch, you know, like... Him and Denzel make a good team, mm. even though I know Denzel wasn't in End of Watch. People are going, no, he wasn't in that movie, but he still was the director. Yeah. Um, so it was re- a really, really good movie. I mean, I know I'm sitting there waiting for like the old, like, I'm assuming the guy from the 80s TV show is dead, mm. you know, but it was, it was good. There is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil something throughout the movie though. Okay. Because I thought this was a very poor tactical, it was a poor tactical error on the idealistic on the idea of the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Denzel's playing, you know, guy who's, you know, meek, mild. You know, right. he's, you know, not really on the run, He's but he's retired from a, his life as a, you know, badass. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, he, uh, you know, helps out the little girl, Chloe Morenz, the girl from Kick-Ass, yeah. who's in the movie for like 15 minutes, stops. <laughs> uh, Bill Pullman's in the movie for like three minutes, stops. Wow. Uh, Melissa Leto, um, She's in it for like two minute stops. You know, it's it's definitely all Denzel. It's, it's Denzel Washington for two. Like it's like I think a two hour and fifteen minute movie. Denzel's in it for like two hours or a good hour fifty five minutes. 
and then he's sharing the screen with other people. But I mean, it was weird because they, they they promote her being in it, and she's literally in it for like ten minutes, wow. and then, then she gets put in the hospital, and Denzel, you know, decides to step up and try to do the right thing, and mm-hmm. you know, gets pulled back into that whole, you know, of course he kills the wrong, not really the wrong people, but he kills these people. They wind up being the East Coast hub of the Russian mob, and then so the guy who runs the mob, who that, I guess their godfather version, you know, their godfather from out in Moscow, mm. sends the big bad guy to to take care of business. Mm. So and he's a complete psychopath. He was, it was a great movie. Here's the problem I had with this movie though, okay. and it wasn't really a problem. It was more like that was a very poor decision. Denzel spends you know his normal life. He he's you know he works at. The, the the movie version of Home Depot. Okay. Okay. Works there. He's friendly with all the staff. He's, you know, everyone likes him because he's a personable, likable guy. Right. Right. So there's a point where the bad guy realizes, because they've been following him, that he works at this Home Depot-esque, you know, hardware store. Mm-hmm. And it's huge. It's got everything you could possibly want. It's it's Home Depot. Right. Except they probably didn't get the rights. Yeah. Or through them or Lowe's. Mm. So the bad guy calls up Denzel and says, "Hey, we have all these people and they're at the they're at the Home Depot." Mm. Uh, again, I'm going to use Home the Depot. Mo- the movie version. The movie Home version Depot, Depot right. the, you know. And so you meet us here and we won't kill them kind of mm. thing. You know, it's a completely different place, but of course, you know Denzel being Denzel and he's going to kill every motherfucker that's in the room. Yeah. He decides to go to the Home Depot spot, you know, and proceeds to kill everybody. You know, which is part of the, you know, obviously, because he's the equalizer. Yeah. You know, here's my problem. Denzel spent roughly an hour and a half killing off anybody who's come at him. Mm. So as a bad guy, why would you tell him to go to the one place that he knows like the back of his fucking hand? (laughs) Like, why not scoop up all those, you know, those employees that are your buddies and all. Take it to a location. Take it to a location that he knows nothing about. Right. And then, just in case, but you know, I mean, I wouldn't say the bad guy was arrogant or anything about it. I just think he was a stupid move because the bad guy was ruthless. He was smart. I mean, he figured out that Denzel wasn't who Denzel thought he was. You know, like he was the the guy to kind of go, no, there's something off about this guy. I need to look deeper. Mm-hmm. So he's smart enough to recognize that Denzel's a a, a killer of some mm-hmm. of sort. But it's why, like, to me, I'm walking out going my dad. I'm like, why? The one, the last place you want a guy who spent, you know, you don't want to give him a fucking home turf. Right. That's what you did. You went, uh, you know, we're gonna go, we're gonna kick your ass. Meet us in your home court, dude, uh. where you know every nook and cranny. You know where the circuit breakers are. You know where the power, you know, the power, like the the nail gun is. You know where the barbed wire is. <laughs> You're like, why do that? Right. Like this is. It seems like a poor tactical decision. <laughs> Granted, I'm no great tactician, but at least I know if I want to beat up somebody, I don't tell them I'll be over at your house in 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, or you can, you know, where you know where everything's at. at. Right. <laughs> I'd be like, meet me in an open field where there's shit around. <laughs> you know, and then I walk over and put a bullet in your head. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. But, you know, I guess you need to build up that, that you know, you needed to, him to use the barbed wire. You need him to use a nail gun. You know, that kind of stuff. Like, Where can we get all that in one place? Home Depot. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's go ask them if they want to be a part. No, no, we don't want Home Depot does not want to be a part of this movie because a lot of violence happens in that store at the end. 
We and, don't want people smashing up our store thinking they're equalizing. Right. We don't want people buying barbed wire and stuff, you know, pretty much anything you can, you know, yeah, sure, we sell nail guns, but, you know, it's, it looks bad in our eyes. If people go to, you know, if our name's above the thing. Right. You know, I guess it's a good way of looking at it, I guess. So they made up their own, like, Home Depot store. <laughs> All right. It's a set in Boston, too. Okay. Um, now, funny thing is, there was a guy, an actor in the movie, who plays a bad cop. Hmm. All right. Who happened to be in the other movie that I saw as a bad guy. Nice. So, I mean, it wasn't really a big surprise that the guy was a bad guy, because the first time you see him, he's hanging out with the bad guy. So it wasn't really like a, oh, you mean it's a bad guy? You knew right from the get-go in, in, in Equalizer that he was a bad guy. Okay. And the second movie I saw was Walk Among the Tombstones, or as I like to call it, Taken 3. <laughs> Because from ever from this point on, every time I see Liam Neeson with a phone in his hand, yeah. I'm always going to think Taken. You know, whether it be that him on a plane, <laughs> him on a street, him on the shitter. I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> Hold on for a second. I should let him match. I should light my lightsaber. You know. <laughs> so um, I saw that one. It's based on a book. Yeah. You know, um, it was really good. That's it. I mean, it was it was good. Like, I mean, I know I'm joking about the whole Taken thing, but that's how in my head he's always going to be that guy, right. you know, because he plays a cop who's retired because something bad happened because he was a drunk when something bad went down. Sure, he was kind of like a, he was a, a crooked cop. Mm. And then something happens and he kind of retires from being a cop, but he does private eye work for, but he doesn't have a license. He kind of does favors. Like, I do this and people give me gifts in return kind of thing. Oh, okay. So, you know... Guy hires him because his, you know, like basically my they kidnapped my wife and then I paid and they still killed her anyway. So I need you to find these men and bring them to me. Mm-hmm. So over the course of the movie, again, like another two hour movie, it, you you kind of, it's this like, it, like 45 minutes in, you know who the bad guys are because mm-hmm. they kind of focus from that perspective. It's, I guess it's because it's based on a book, I'm sure. They weren't really holding any surprises, especially for people who've read the book. Yeah. But, I mean, it was good. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I thought the ending, they did something like, it really wasn't, I, I, I probably have, I would ask, like, the director, why did you do this? Because he, he is an alcoholic, al- al- AA, alcoholic, alcohol, anon- Alcoholics Anonymous. Wow. Wow. He's in AA, and... During the final confrontation between him and the bad guys, they start doing the twelve steps. Like there's a there's a woman like reading the, like the first twelve the first step, and then, but it's like a it's like they do that and they pause the movie to hear that voiceover, and then continue on with the scene, and then pause. Here's the second one, continue on, and I'm like, I don't understand the connection between the twelve steps, the 12 steps and what's about to go down because. I mean, is he making peace with himself in case he dies? Like, it wasn't really established to me. I'm just going, were you trying to be cool? I'm like, first of all, being AA, I thought the 12 steps were never supposed to be mentioned. Mm -hmm. So having it on the big screen, all 12 steps, kind of made me go, is is that right? Like, I don't know if, I I think at one point it was, but I think now it's like, who cares? Everyone talks about it. You know? It's like the, you know, so I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was good. I mean, but there were a couple moments where he's on the phone talking to the bad guys. I really did think that he was going to go 
I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> I will find you and I will kill you. But he never said it, but you always felt like it was coming. Yeah. It was like it was always like he was skirting that issue in the audience was just going, just say it. Just say it. Come on. Say, I will find you and I will come on. And he hangs up like, son of a bitch, you didn't do it. <laughs> so forever, every time I see Liam Neeson on a phone, I'm going to be thinking, I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> I'm a Jedi. I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> now you will free the rebels or I will find you and I will kill you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed both movies. Um, if I had to pick, like, okay, folks, which one would I suggest seeing this weekend? I'd say The Equalizer, because The Equalizer's, you know, um, it's not, I wouldn't say action-packed, but it mm. does have action moments. So it's Tombstone, but it's Denzel Washington kind of kicking ass, and mm. it's always enjoyable, and the, the script is good. The music was pretty good. Like, he has got, like, this really badass theme song. Like, I felt, like, very chef. Not chef. It wasn't, but it was definitely, like, a, you could tell it was his theme. Yeah. And I kept going, like, I don't remember that's the theme from the song. They, they, just, they just modernized it or not. Right. Yeah, I'm like, eh, you know, whatever. Like, but it was good. I mean, I would, I would pick uh, that over the other one. Now, you, the Walker Bone tunes that you didn't recommend, is it because you think you've seen those action films with Liam Neeson before in the, in the two Taken movies um, and, the, and the whatever that? Whatever. No, no. I mean, I just thought out of the two, two movies, I just think like Equalizer was a better movie. Okay. I mean, I liked both, so I wouldn't sit there and say that one was better over the other. Mm. But I just think that Denzel was a little more fun. Okay. Yeah, there was the other one was a little it was like a little heavy. It was very drama esque. Okay. Where Equalizer had drama moments because it was very it was a quiet the tone was kind of quiet mm-hmm. in the movie because he's kind of a loner. You know, he does a lot he's a solitary man. And then when you go it's just you're waiting for that moment for that explosion of him being a badass. Mm-hmm. So it's kinda like it's like a fuse explosion, another fuse and explosion. So okay. you're kinda like you're waiting for that next one where Tombstone's more like a what? Like okay, because it got it didn't get convoluted, but it was just kind of very like I, okay. Put it this way: I kind of it's a murder mystery, mm-hmm. and twenty minutes in, I knew what the mystery was. Okay, and Tombstone. I mean, and I partly because I'm a movie TV person. Mm-hmm. Because the plot of that movie reminded me an awful lot of a plot that ran through Castle one season. Mm. So it was kind of like, the only pro- there was only one little difference. But it was still kind of the general idea. Okay. So to me, it was kind of like, oh, I know what's going on. And I even leaned over to my dad and said, this is what's going on. You know, kind of uh, like that. Okay. And at the end, he was like, good job. He's like, you were close. But he was like, a lot closer than... You know, anybody else was suspected. Right. And I was like, well, that's because they gave you these clues. And, you know, you, if you see enough of these movies or TVs, you kind of go, oh, I know where it's going to go. Because the only, it's the same telling of the same stories over and over again, just told from different perspectives or mm-hmm. different twists and stuff. So, I mean, but it was enjoyable. And I don't know how faithful it was to the book because I didn't read the, I didn't read the book. So I, I couldn't tell you whether or not it was dead on accurate or not. Gotcha. Um, there was thing something though. I remember um, on the way up, I was talking about you know head game night. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friends and I watched the Jack Reacher movie because only reason why is because my friend's wife Jess she read a couple Jack Reacher's novels recently, and I was like, oh well, we talked about the movie, so we watched the movie, and she said that even though he physically doesn't represent Jack Reacher from the novels, mm-hmm. the attitude was typical Jack Reacher. 
Hmm. She's like, so he kind of captured the essence. And I'm like, all right, that's good to know. Because I was curious because it did make me want to read the books. And Mm -hmm. even after seeing this for like a third time, I think, I wanted to, I'm like, I still should really grab like a book and read it. Mm Because I need to read more. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, and then that got, um, my other friend John to kind of want to go, yeah, I kind of want to read the, cause he never saw the movie. He knew about the movie, but never yeah. saw it. He was like, kind of makes me want to read the books too. So, I mean, it was very, the movie was very good in planting the seed to become more readers. Yeah. Okay. You know? Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it was, that was pretty much it. All right. You know? Sounds good. Um, so let's switch it up a little bit, Ed. All right. Okay. Let's go to, since we have a couple of big things going on this i want to devote a lot of time to your trip okay as well as we got tv reviews to do like i said gotham we'll see if erica calls in for gotham i saw um how to get away with murder the season premiere of that okay um i also saw the season premiere of uh, agents of shield all right i know you didn't no i, didn't I, see won't, that I, I dvr'd that one i won't give you any spoilers but uh, you know but when we talk about it i'll i'll well it's all right if you get spoilers to it all right, fine. I'm not. That's not like I'm like, like gung ho. Like, oh, don't tell me. I gotta see it. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you know, I'm really like now. I'm like, I'm just like, yeah, I gotta see it because now you feel like you're required because loosely lawless was in the first episode. Yeah. So I will, I will go with that. I'll, I'll tease that for later. Okay. And then, um, what else did I see? I saw Blacklist, but you know, the season premiere of Blacklist. Not really much going on there. It's, it's red. You know, it's, it's a fun show. But I yeah. mean, the, the two we really want to talk about was Gotham, and I really want to talk about Agents of Shield with you because you know, because <laughs> I thought of you watching the show because I'm kind of like, yeah, I was like you, just kind of like, yeah, you guys better fucking impress me because you got one, you got one shot at this, buddy. I, 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 I allowed you one whole season to get yeah. your. Let your sea legs, saying, yeah, and I understand you're trying to ride, you know, the coattails of Captain America. So you had to buy time before Captain America was released, and then to be able to have the second half to be a little bit more oomph, yeah. So right now you're on thin ice, Shield. <laughs> so like I said, we'll get in that little layer on. All so right. so instead, let's get to releases of the week Release and video games. Here we go. All right. What? Of course, the first movie I have to mention is Transformers: Age of Extinction's coming out. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. And I have to. I have a confession to make. I'm in a bind. Yeah. Um. Okay. We've talked about this before. I have yeah. yet to see the movie. Yes. Um. My father, who loves me, you know. Yes. I told everybody that I'm, I'm that Age of Limited Edition gift set with Grimlock and Optimus collectible statue. Yes. I will be getting. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be getting it Monday or Tuesday. Because I don't know when it's going to be shipped. Okay. I'm assuming they would want to get it to me the, the, at least by Tuesday. Right, that they have the ready to release. And right. Here's my problem, Ed. Yes. It is a two-disc set. Mm-hmm. It is Blu-ray and DVD okay. with the Ultraviolet. Movie came out in 3D. All oh, right. no. <laughs> so. I kind of know where this is going. There's a four-disc oh, set out there. Yeah. There's a four-disc. Uh, Blu-ray, 3D, Blu-ray, DVD, and I don't know what the fourth disc is. I'm assuming it's special features. Right, extras, yeah. Extras. Right. You know how I am about extras. Yeah. I might actually have to buy the four disc fucking version. And then, like, either give you the two disc version, because I know you don't give a shit. <laughs> so, I mean, Misery Loves Company. <laughs> you know. Because I do have the other three. Only. Right, and you can't have three and not have four. Right. That's just un-American. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's, you know, that's consumerism at its finest. That's right. Um... So, 
I, I guess you're gonna buy it then. That, that that's how I, I uh, see I'm, it. I, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna have to get up early Tuesday. I'm gonna go to my you know my local Best Buy, and I'm gonna have to hold because like, I see like there's the Transformers Age of Extinction with you know Optimus all looking all samurai warrior and shit. It says uh, Blu-ray 3D, Blu-ray DVD, digital copy, mm-hmm. digital HD. I don't know what the fourth disc is. I'm assuming like if it's anything like um, what was the last one. Um, Dark of the Moon. Yeah. Dark of the Moon. Um, the special features only came in the 3D version. Like, there was like a whole other disc of right. bonus stuff, so I'm assuming that they're going to be assholes and do it again. <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> it worked the last time. Let's do it again. And then on top of that, Best Buy is also doing this whole steel book thing with it, but it's not the four-disc version. It's just the two-disc. It's the uh. Blu-ray and DVD. I'm going, why not do the special, like, if you're going to do the special steel book, go all the way. Go all the way. You know, like I, maybe because well, we don't have enough 3D players out there. People aren't buying. You know, so that kind of gets them to buy one. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I have a 3D Blu-ray player and a 3D TV, but I very rarely use it. It's one of those like I usually watch. I don't have a 3D TV upstairs in my room, mm-hmm. which is where I do most of my television and movie watching because I usually do it when I'm like laying in bed, like, trying to fall asleep. Right. Very rarely I may sit down in my living room kind of going, woo, I want to see this in 3D. Because, you know, I don't know, part of me just kind of feels kind of weird sitting alone on a sofa with glasses on going, wow, it's heading right for me. <laughs> so, I think uh, I found a Transformer. Yeah, I think I found a Transformer. <laughs> but, I mean, I do think, though, that this Thursday, if I do get it at some point, you know, obviously we will be watching it this of Thursday. Because we, we need to watch this piece of shit movie that I keep hearing about. So uh, how can you not really? I mean, I, and I will take like if I get it. I mean, obviously, I'll, I'll I'm not going to bring the statue in, but I will definitely take pictures. Oh yeah, so you can see it. I mean, obviously, you can just go. Well, if I want to look at pictures, I just Google on the internet. Yeah, that's true, but you get to see how actual big it is because I'll I'll you know I'll put a little size comparison up there. I don't want to see your penis again. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be my penis; it'll be someone else's. Ah! <laughs> it's something smaller. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so, yay. All right, what else has he got coming out? Okay, next we have on the list is Chefs coming out. Now, this has John Favreau. He wrote and directed it. Has Sevilla Vargo in it. It's kind of like a, a chef, and he tries to buy a, um, like a food truck. Well, he, okay, I actually seen the trailer a bunch okay. of times, so I can kind of tell you. The cast is great. It's John Favreau, Sofia Vargara, John Leguizamo, Scarlett Johansson, Oliver Platt, Bobby Convelli, I don't know who that is, to be honest, <laughs> with Dustin Hoffman and Robert Downey Jr. Wow. Well, I mean, him and Robert are best friends, so obviously he'd have a cameo says, at least. Yeah. Um, what it is is he works for Dustin Hoffman. He's a chef at Dustin Ho- Like He's a chef, mm-hmm. and I think Dustin Hoffman's a reviewer, and he basically, uh, something happens, and he gets a bad review. You know, the, res- the restaurant gets a bad review because it was he kind of made something special, and everyone else loved it, but be- you know, so for some reason the chef, the critic didn't right so it kind of goes off and i think it's one of those like you know one of those movies where you don't like your job quit and be- it's like it's the jerry Maguire of uh food trucks <laughs> there is a good way the of looking jerry at it Maguire. because he that's great he's a chef and then he doesn't like the way the system's going so he quits and buys a lunch truck and cooks out of that for like the like the people he becomes like a lunch truck guy mm-hmm. So that's where the chef thing comes in. <laughs> like, I don't know where Scarlett Johansson fits in. I don't know where Robert Downey Jr. fits in. But it definitely looks like one of those movies that Scarlett Johansson, Robert Downey Jr. kind of did one of those, like, 
if we're in the middle of filming like the Avengers, but we got a weekend, we yeah, yeah, sure we can come yeah. in. Yeah, I'll help you out. <laughs> we'll fill in. <laughs> and the rest of the cast, I mean, I've always liked Oliver Platt. I still think he's one of the most underutilized actors out there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've always liked him. You know, um, John, same with John Leguizamo. You don't see much of him in movies. It's yeah. all like either directed video movies, and he's a gangster or somebody like that, like or a Ice Age movie, right? You know, it's like he's a better actor than that. Like, start using him more. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they stop. I mean, Sofia Varga, Vargara, I, I can just look at her all day. She doesn't, I don't have to understand a word that's coming out of that mouth because <laughs> I don't know if I ever should make it up that high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too busy going, yeah, she's so pretty. Oh so, all right. And, uh, oh, it's probably the kid, that Bobby Canvelli, because there's a kid involved. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, oh, speaking of kid, I don't know... I saw that Scorpion TV show. You didn't mention that now. No, okay. Yeah, I'll bring that. We'll talk about that in the TV section. Okay. Yeah. All right. (laughs) What else? Gone with the Wind 75th anniversary is coming out. Wow, 75 years. Gone with the Wind. Seems to go with the wind like that. (laughs) Ah! Yeah, I got nothing. I mean, I've I got to be honest, never seen it. I always wanted to. Mm Hmm. Just never got around to it. I don't know if I can like. like I declare. I've never seen it either, and it's like it's like yeah, you know, you want to, you always want to do every once in a while go back watch a classic yeah, film like, to see how it was back then, right? But you're just never like oh, <coughs> or more. like I remember like I for a long time never saw like Casablanca, mm-hmm. and I saw it. I was like okay, I enjoyed it. I mean, obviously it's well out of my, you know range of modern movies mm-hmm. but i do think that if you're going to go through like if if i were to give a list of movies to a person to say like okay captain america remember that scene in captain america where, where um hawk uh, hawk falcon says the temptations that album or marvin gay that album he writes right. in his little book if i had to make a little book for captain america what movies to see gone with the wind would be on it there's certain movies um you know citizen kane Still, I mean, some people go, some movie snobs be like, well, that's, Citizen Kane is overrated. Not the point. The point is that Citizen Kane did something, was first, mm-hmm. did something different. And, you know, like to kind of know your roots kind of thing. Like you wouldn't have had this movie wasn't for that movie. Exactly. You know, like you wouldn't have had, like, let's, let's be honest, Star Wars, if, if Star Wars wasn't as popular in the movie theaters, you never would have had the resurgence of Star Trek. Yes. Because that movie came out in 79 two years after Star Wars and it was like oh we can actually do serious or fun science fiction it doesn't have to be horror-esque horror movie-esque mm-hmm. so that's where I think that Star Wars helped invigorate the sci-fi genre back to where it belongs it was, needs to be right you know and that's where if it wasn't for them you wouldn't have as many nerds or geeks or, you know exactly do everybody would be too uptight <laughs> <sighs> there you go okay, okay more what uptight than they are now yes. anyway alright uh, Steins Gate, the complete series. It's a classic. It's apparently an anime series, so I just thought I'd throw it in the list for you. All right. I never saw it, so. Uh, 24, Live Another Day is coming out, kids. Yes. So uh, all you 24 fans. They're also, I don't know if it's on your list or not, but. They're also doing the complete series with. Yes. Live Another Day as yeah, well. Yeah, they're doing so the whole. If you want, if you, if you haven't picked it up yet and you want. Excuse me, everything up till now? There you go. Yeah. All right, what else? Uh, Leprechaun's coming out on Blu-ray. It's it's the complete movie collection. That is? Yes, it is all the Leprechaun movies. Ah, okay. 
Uh, why you'd want that? I don't know. Well, but, some people horror fans because it's how Halloween's coming up in a that's true and few weeks. area. Lines Warwick Davis's pockets a little bit that's more. That's right. All right. What else? Um, Once upon a time in America, the extender director's cut is coming out. I'm glad this is on the list. If not, this would have been my honorable mention for this week because this is a phenomenal movie, and it's the extended cut. So expect if you got four hours to kill, watch this. Movie. Watch this movie. <laughs> it, it it's the cast is amazing. Also, like from a movie buff persona, mm-hmm. the Once Upon a Time in America is um, a Sergi Leone film. And Sergi Leone is the guy responsible for the spaghetti westerns that introduced you to Clint Eastwood. Um, the, of, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Right. Fistful of Dollars, a few dollars more. Like those movies, he was, it was like Once Upon a Time in America, Once Upon a Time in the West, I think it was like another one. Like it, he did a lot of Once Upon a Times in this. Right. So, and it was so, those movies, his movies were so influential, influential that when Robert Rodriguez did the, the Once Upon a Time in Mexico, it was basically an honor the Sergi Leone films that he watched as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the reason why it has that title. Okay. You know, just as a little trivia. There you go. A little trivia nugget. There you go. But this movie is awesome. I, I mean, it is, like, it is probably, it's a very underrated gangster movie. Because mm-hmm. I think at the time you had, you know, it's Robert De Niro and he's the gangster. So yeah. you kind of feel like, didn't I see him in Godfather? You know, like, Casino. Yeah, you know, but yeah, but this is back even earlier. I think like, oh, okay. I, I went, like, I wonder what year it is. I have to. Oh, he looks so young in the in the in the. It is, the, yeah, he is. I just don't here. remember what year it was actually done. Yeah, you know, I think it was like an eighties. Google girl. Yeah, no. I know. Um, yeah, let's see. If there's a yeah, because it comes with a little booklet and everything. Yeah, that's definitely one I'm going to pick up, just nice. because it. It definitely deserves. It definitely deserves. Def, def, definitely deserves the Blu-ray treatment. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So yeah, that that's a. If you're a gangster movie fan, that's right up there. You know, with gangster movies. All right. All right. What else you got? Uh, Nexus Crawl is coming out. God, I can't believe they're putting that movie out on Blu-ray. <laughs> that's on Blu-ray. That's right. The Blu-ray treatment, kids. I don't know why. Some people do like that movie. I know a couple people that love Crawl. I, I gotta be and honest. I, I watched it and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. I, I liked it when I was a kid. Yeah. I think it's because of the whole, you know, the whole completely useless shape of that that crawl. The isn't crawl the weapon? I think so. No, yeah. no, it's a guy. I thought it was the uh the uh, star's name's crawl. Oh, okay. It I thought be. it was I thought I, it could be that blade. I don't know. You know what? It's been so long since I've seen it. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's the planet of crawl. Oh, it's a planet. Yes. So we are both wrong. Not even close. <laughs> Yeah, he's got that little star thing, which I never understood the whole, like, he has to hold it, like, you know. With the, the, the blades pilot. come out, and yeah. he throws it. And how is the boomerang effect? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's just that whole, hey, sci-fi, thanks to Star Wars, you know, <laughs> we get to make any kind of sci-fi adventure movie, and people and just eat that shit up. up. <laughs> nope. Yeah. I think I remember, the, I remember being a kid going, this is awesome. But I think, too, my loins were attracted to the chick. Uh, <laughs> I think that's maybe why I watched it more than once. <laughs> With your pants down and the <clears throat> no, tissue. No, no, it's just kind of like, eee. <laughs> Is there what else you got? Uh, Sherlock Holmes, the complete series. Now, this includes the... The British version with right. the, the Perot and... The... Jeremy Brett as uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. 
Oh, that's yeah, uh, Coporo is uh, Agatha Christie. Uh, yeah, okay. I gotta be honest. I never was a fan of that version of Sherlock Holmes. Okay, but I think because of you know it's popular, let's get as much information uh, much out there as possible. Because mm-hmm. there is something that coming that's coming out this week that I know is definitely riding the coattails of a current movie release. Ah, it's probably on your list. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. We'll find oh, out. oh, oh! I'm on pins and needles waiting. <laughs> Everyone else. Beware of the Batman, Dark Justice. I think it's season one of the Bear. Bear it's, yeah, season one, part two. Ah, okay. It's one of those, like, hey, let's milk more money out of you. <laughs> so, yeah, season one, part two. Instead of putting all season together, it's let's split it up and charge you, like, twice. $20 for this one, $20 for that one. Yeah. Rather than putting it together and saying it will sell for 30 <laughs> You know? <laughs> all right, what else? This one made me feel old. Interview with a Vampire 20th anniversary is coming out. Yeah, I know. I saw that. I'm like, that's, I hate to say it. That's, I don't, I was surprised that I don't own this on Blu-ray yet. You don't? No, I have it on, I have it on. um, DVD? DVD. And I don't think I have it on Blu-ray. Well, there's your opportunity. Oh, no, no. I was going to get it. When I saw it, I was like, all right, I enjoyed the movie. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite vampire movies, you know, in the list. Like some people don't like it's Tom Cruise, but to me it was the movie that kind of made me like Tom Cruise a little bit more than I disliked him. Right. Because up until then it was, I'm a hot shot. I'm awesome at what I do. Oh no, something bad happens. Now I don't want to do it because it's something bad. My perfect life was ruined. And then it becomes, oh, you know what? No, a hero gets up and continues on and, and triumphs over the day. I mean, think about it. Top That's Gun. You're right. No, you're absolutely right. I'm laughing. Yeah, it's like I'm like I, you could fit any of those movies in there, and it, it's like the perfect formula. In early in his career, it was like yeah. Top Gun, Days of Thunder. I would even say a few Good Men. Like it was, he was a yeah. hot shot. Yeah, and then he stumbles, right. and he has to you know pick himself up, and then try to find a way to overcome his anxiety of the shit that happened to beat the bad guy, mm-hmm. which happens to be you know Jack Nicholson. But this is kind of the movie where he didn't have to do that. Right. And he was also playing kind of like more like the bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and it kind of, to me, maybe going, all right, you know what? Maybe he's got a little bit more to do. I mean, it's very, I'll be honest, it's a very pretty movie. Yeah. Pretty. I mean, it's got pretty people in it. Tom Cruise is a handsome man. Brad Pitt, a handsome man. You know, um, Christian Slater, who took, I mean, look at it this way. It has been over a little over 20 years since River Phoenix died. Wow. Because River Phoenix was supposed to be the role that Christian Slater had. Christian Slater stepped in to take the place because that was supposed to be River Phoenix. Wow. Another little movie trivia. That's right. That's wow. You also had a very young Antonio Banderas in the movie, too. That's true. Yes. It was very like all the lead people and and a very, very little, little Kirsten Dunst. That's right. You know, so it it definitely launched her career because I think it was her first movie. Antonio Banderas was more of a foreign you know, uh, star. foreign star. Yeah. Brad Pitt was still nobody, you know, at that time. Tom Cruise was the only, Tom Cruise and Christian Slater were the only two, like, stars of the movie at that time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Tom, you know, like, and even Anne Rice at the time didn't want Tom Cruise as, as <laughs> Lestat. Yep. Because she said he w- doesn't fit the role. She, when she wrote the book, she, at the time when she wrote it, obviously it was years before the movie was made, mm. she had Rutger Hauer in mind. She was describing Rutger Hauer. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, if this movie was done in the 80s, it, it would have been Rutger it, Hauer. It would have been Rutger Hauer. He would have been phenomenal in it because he's just a great actor. Now it would be like, you know, you know, 
<laughs> yeah, obviously, he was a little too old to play that. Um, but then she did say, she did go back and kind of apologize because she said after seeing the movie, she's like, you know, Tom, Co- Tom Cruise kind of crushed it. She's like, I liked his portrayal. It was definitely very, like, how I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. So... There you go. There you go. And I think it's got some extra 20th anniversary bonus stuff to it. Like a couple little like, hey, it's 20 years later. What are you? What are these guys doing now? <laughs> Where are they now? Where are they now? I don't know. Where's Tom Cruise? I don't know. Where's Brad Pitt? Pfft, I don't know. Knowing him, he's probably drinking somewhere at a local bar. You know? <laughs> Where's Christian Slater? He had a rough patch, but he's still up there. <laughs> And, he, he likes to do canceled shows. Yes. He likes to, he goes through, he goes, I think this show will be canceled. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm in. It's just, it's a paycheck. I don't care. I need to work, God damn it. I am now a working actor. All right, what else? Uh, the Audrey Hepburn collection's coming out. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never been a big fan of Audrey Hepburn. I never. Neither was I, but I just figured it was a big star. So. Yeah, yeah. I never got her appeal. But then again, uh, it is from a time that I'm not a part of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else? The triple feature Matrix, Matrix Reloaded, and Matrix Revolutions is coming out all in one. All right, I, well, I. You know what? I do have, I got to be honest. I mean, I do have the Ultimate Matrix collection on Blu ray, which mm-hmm. is all three movies plus Animatrix. And then they did this really, really great documentary. Um, I think it was, um, I think it's called Matrix Revisited. It's hmm. a documentary on making, I think, the first two movies. Hmm. And it, it, it's, it's like almost like a two and a half hour documentary. It's, wow. it's almost like its own film. And it was really, really good. It was because back then it was all new technology. Oh, yeah. So they kind of walk you through. Post uh, pre production, production, post production mm-hmm. of all the, the two movies at the time. So it was definitely like a wow. And then I think there's also a little in the, the set that I had the featurette because when they did the Enter the Matrix video game, mm-hmm. Jada Pickett Smith was in it. Like, because it was supposed to be like a tie in between while that was going on, it was supposed to bridge the gap between the two last movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though they filmed it at the same time, they still had that cliffhanger ending yeah. kind of thing. You could play the video game, and there's cuts. They they took out the cutscenes from the game, and put it together as one as a a, a short film. Oh, okay. To help kind of like bridge the gap, kind of between the two movies. Hmm. It's it's pretty good. Nice. So if you don't have it, definitely if you're a movie buff, it should be in a collection. Yeah. So all right, what else? A uh, Betty Boop Essential Collection Boop, Four. Boop, <laughs> Uh, I didn't even realize you made that many films that you could get four. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like you have essential collection for the fourth essential collection. Uh, yeah. You know, I I was listening to Highwood Babylon, and apparently they're trying to make a Betty Boop movie. Get out. Like yeah, I mean the, obviously a cart a full length feature cartoon, yeah. but is she relevant? Like, <laughs> I mean, when was the last time you saw her anywhere? Was in Roger Rabbit, Rabbit and right. then. The people who saw Roger Rabbit probably didn't even know who she was. Yeah. Like, I knew her because, you know, you see her. I had this friend, Sue, in high school. Reminded me so much of Betty Boop. Not because of that boop boopy doo but more of the, the you know, the black hair, blue eyes. It was She was very, she, she was very Betty Boop-esque. Big head, small yeah, figure. Big boobs. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I always, every time I saw her, show, I always kind of chuckled. because Something about her always reminded me of Betty Boop. Uh, for the, until day I die, I'll always associate my friend Sue with Betty Boop. Mm-hmm. But Eric, anyway. Uh, Leprechaun Origins is coming out on Blu-ray. So if you want the whole collection, you just want the Origins, there you go. 
I need to know the story about how this poor little leprechaun went evil. I'm going to say, because someone stole his fucking gold. I mean, that's, <laughs> you stole his gold. He came back looking for revenge. Somebody love my lucky charms. Oh, give me my bloody gold. <laughs> I'm going to knife you. I'll cut you like a fish. <laughs> now where's me scotch? <laughs> oh, where's me? my Irish whiskey? Oh, completely on sidebar. Yeah. I went a little, I did a little shopping yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, Thursday. And, uh. You know what time of year? You know what time of year it is, Ed? It's uh, no. Okay, well here it's it's kind of a uh, what's what's the next holiday coming up? Uh, Halloween. Right now, what happens at Halloween? People give candy. Okay, close. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, Halloween uh, parties? No, no, no. Okay, it is that time of year where Count Chocula, Frankenberry, uh. <laughs> and Blueberry have come out in the stores. Oh. Two fifty a box, Ed. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's a good deal. Comes out once a year, you know, during this time of year. They already put out all three. And it's something General Mills has been doing for a couple of years now. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, I'll take one a box of each. Thank you. you know? <laughs> I can kill a box of those in like in like a one sitting. <laughs> this poor milk is. Yeah, just, just right in the whole. That plastic bag holds. <laughs> yeah, I just cut a hole in the bottom and just suck it all out. No, I use a bowl. <laughs> I usually a have a serving gun. bowl, but I mean, because the boxes are so sturdy. In all fairness, they're small. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're not. It's I not mean, the family size. No, it's not family size. It's like standard size, but I guess because of, you know, and they use the old style like packaging, so it looks like it's like from the seventies and eighties. I would say seventies because it's left over from the warehouse. <laughs> could possibly, <laughs> could possibly be. It's all brown and stained. Not same with the same with the food. It's the it's the stuff they just had laying around. <laughs> We got a load this. Halloween. <laughs> Ooh, we sell it for two fifty a box. People eat that shit up. <laughs> There's a fat guy in Philly. I'm sure it used to grow up listening to Choc- eating Ch- Count Chocula. Yeah, he's got to be good for a box or two. <laughs> Never was a big fan of Frankenberry, but for two fifty a box, a fucker will buy it. <laughs> Same with. <laughs> Actually, my two were chocolate, uh, Count Chocula and Frankenberry. I, I didn't like Booberry. Wasn't a fan of Booberry. But I have a box. I'm like, fuck it. It's two fifty. Two fifty for a box of Booberry. I'm like, all right. And then what I'll do is I'll 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 play. We'll save that for Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, what I'll do is I'll I'll get a big bowl and I'll open all three boxes and then pour a bit of each into the bowl. And I'll be like, you know, like <laughs> like. The Battle of Monsters. <laughs> See Count Chocula and Frankenberry and Booberry all fighting together. You know why I had a problem with Booberry? Yeah, because it was basically just a rip off of Frankenberry. <laughs> like at least Count Chocula was different than yeah. and Frankenberry. But then when you say Booberry, it's like you guys aren't even trying at this point. It's still they better. A, they also had a werewolf and a mummy. Yeah, and no, it was like a, it was like a fruit punch kind of. I think yeah. mummy. I think the werewolf was a fruit punch. Fuck it. Okay, now I gotta find out. I think the I think the mummy was the fruit, and I think I don't know what about the wolf though. I can't I can't tell. Um, you. Okay, uh, we'll go with Frankenberry. F R A Frankenberry. Berry. Frankenberry cereal. Okay. Uh, excuse me. Uh, monster cereals. Let's see. Yeah. See, all they have in stores is it's been around for forty years. 
40 years. <laughs> Count Chocula, Frankenberry, and Booberry. <laughs> and they never, it's like, it's like those other two never existed. existed. It's like, what's going on? Let's see, General, Th- General Mills, Monster Cereal, Frankenberry, bah, bah, bah. five Monster Cereals are coming back. Five. Five. So, let's see what it is. Okay, Count Chocula. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, come on. For the first time, they also bring back Yummy Mummy and Fruit Brew. <laughs> yummy Mummy. Did, no, okay, this was back in 2013, so I don't know if they've... Yeah, Yummy Mummy and Fruit Brew. I don't, I don't remember Fruit Brew. I remember Yummy Mummy. Mm-hmm. And Fruit Brew was the werewolf-looking guy. I yeah. guess he wasn't really... Maybe it was more like an ogre. I don't know. Um, the werewolf-faced Fruit Brew... Has been hasn't been seen in twenty five years, unless you held on for a box that long. Um, <laughs> they also have changed the name from Fruit Brute to Fruit Brute to Fruit Brute. <laughs> oh, okay. Fruit spelled F R U I T to F R U T E because the word fruit does not go over well with cereals that have no fruit in them, in them these days. <laughs> Purists should shop at Target. That's where I got mine. Um, I did not see, though, the Yummy Mummy or the Fruit Brute because I definitely would pick those two up. <laughs> I don't know why I went that segue, but I just felt like, I guess because of the Leprechaun on Origin and stuff like that. I, you know, and I, you said Halloween, so maybe trigger Booberry. Yeah, I was I was always a Count Chocula fan. That was my that was my staple. And if I couldn't get Count Chocula, it was Frankenberry. Okay. You know? Nice. <laughs> Sugar in a box. <laughs> Mom, I want chocolate. I want, I want Count Chocula. I bought a box yesterday. And my mom, no. See, my mom, I was the kind of kid growing up where I had Cheerios. I grew up on Cheerios. Yeah. And that was the only thing I was allowed to have for breakfast. I never had the, you know, like Fruity Pebbles. I never had the, I think um, I had the those chocolate chip, you know, cookie, cookie crunch. Uh, cookie I had that, but it was either Rice Krispies Cheerios, healthy stuff. It was healthy stuff. Yeah. Mom's like, my mom's like, you're going off to school. We don't want you all hopped up in sugar. You eat something sensible for breakfast, kind of thing. But I'm like, but I want Count Chocula. <laughs> so you know, every once in a while, I would. It was mommy like, you can have that on Saturdays. You know, <laughs> it was a treat. It was, and, but because back then it was sold in stores year round. It wasn't a Halloween thing. It was, right. and then you know, like I said, 25 years ago, it just disappeared. It was like no longer available because it was like, wait, this is all sugar. We better get this off the market for kids. No wonder why kids are overweight and have diabetes. You know, <laughs> you know, it's like, like it's not the direct cause. I'm sure it's the other stuff that's causing it, but they want to point at all the sugar laced cereals, of course, because they got rid of that. But yeah, I still see fruity pebbles. I still see cocoa pebbles. Right, Captain Crunch can't be healthy for you because there's no such thing as a crunch berry. I looked. <laughs> Don't get me to wrong. The meadow and check. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I love my crunch berries. <laughs> I prefer crunch I berries. A, I have a friend that was crunch berry, and there was another one that came out, and that's all he wanted was the berry part of it. Right. He didn't like the Captain Crunch. So he would like, when his kid would siphon out the, the Captain Crunch oh. part of it <laughs> and berries. And then and then later, they came, finally came out with just the berry Yeah, just package, the berry, yeah. And he goes, 
as an adult, I feel funny walking in and buying a thing. Uh, just lie. It's eight for your kid. He's like, you who the fuck cares? Just buy and grab it. No one's going to go, dude, you look a little old buying, you know, that kind of cereal. <laughs> no one cares. Just I, do it. Okay. I, I am one of, and I'm also one of those people, too. Like, if I buy um, Lucky Charms, yeah. I eat all the cereal around the marshmallows, and I wait for the very end and have a big bowl of marshmallows. <laughs> so the marshmallow no, he wouldn't eat, he wouldn't eat. He wouldn't eat the Captain Crunch. He would just, he would throw that out. Really? Yes. He gets this big <laughs> sifter and he goes, or <laughs> he shakes the box open the the, berry, the crunch berries rise to the top or something. Like no, it's like a prize. You got to shake it, shake it for a minute straight, and all the crunch berries rise to the top. And then I scoop them out and I make crunch berry pie. That actually sounds kind of good now. Crunchberry pie? Yeah. Make like a pie with like a cherry pie, but instead of you know like and have like the regular crust, but on top have crunch berries. I think I just said that. Uh, yeah. That actually, I think, sounds pretty goddamn good. Right now, someone's going, fuck. I want right that. now, there's a stoner listening to us going, dude, that sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> I want it now. Crunchberry surprise. Well, it's not really a surprise, but <laughs> crunchberry pie. <laughs> Give me some of that crunchberry pie. <laughs> crunchberry pie. Baby, you got some sweet crunchberries. <laughs> Give me some of that cr- sweet crunchberry pie. All right, I'm sorry. What other movies coming right. out? Right? <laughs> where was I? You, uh, I love the kind of origins. The kind of origins. Sorry, a whole segue of <laughs> cho- you know, Count Chocula and Booberry. <laughs> I know what you did last summer is the next one. So, really? Uh, yep. Are you sh- why that one? Uh, Halloween. Uh, first, first time. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, you're right. It's hot. It's that time of the year. All right. This next one. It's a classic. Blue Thunder is coming out on Blu-ray. I, I saw that. I'm like, wow. I always liked that movie. That was a great movie. <laughs> the bad guy in it was... Uh, Malcolm McDowell. Yes. <laughs> yes, I know. Like an early version of it. But anyway. It had Roy Scheider in it, too. Yeah. It was like he was riding the heels of that. I just killed a fucking shark not once but twice. <laughs> I'm in everything now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now, my greatest, my greatest thing, killer helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking it all on. First, I was in the water. Now I'm in the air. Bring it on, bitches! I'm he, Roy he was, fucking Scheider. He was in the killer helicopter. He was a pilot. Yeah, I know, but oh. he was still the good guy. I mean, right. he was still like you know, right? It was still a killer, killer. You know, it was something that was bad. That's right. He was going around and had the little microphone listening to people. The whisper mode, <laughs> like. Like, do helicopters actually make that sound? It's whisper mode. <laughs> and he had the helmet that, you know, every time where he looked, the, the gun would look. Yeah. I'm like, that's kind of, and we have that now. Yeah. So Blue Thunder was all kind of ahead of its time. <laughs> all right, what else? Uh, the the Mentalist season six coming out. Uh, all right. Not I, like I, a poor monk, but. Uh, or actually, I would say a poor man's uh, psych. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm surprised it lasted six seasons. So that's... Well, that's the problem. My dad used to watch the show religiously. Like, he loved that show. And he said the problem was, is that it was like after season five, like, it took you five. Because the whole plot of this, the show is the reason why he's working with the FBI is because his wife got murdered. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to find the killer. So he says he's going to help them find the killer. By season five, they find the killer. So season six, why the fuck are you still hanging around? <laughs> like, okay, yeah, we get it. For five years, you've been helping us solve cases and stuff like that. But once they caught his wife's killer, 
it's pretty it kind of is like eh, all right, shows you, over. Where do you go from there? Like it's kind of lost its lux, its luster. Yeah. So I think it's shows canceled now. Yeah. Well, yeah there so you go. This might have been the final season. Final season, kids. Maybe. Yeah. So hey, okay, what else? Uh, Mike and Molly, the complete four seasons coming out. I'm surprised this show's been on for four years. Yeah. I remember the whole the big controversy the first the first season because because they're both big heavy people. Yeah. Like how people were bitching we didn't see them on TV, and then come bridesmaids. Like at the time, they made a bigger deal about Mike. It was because it's based on his stand-up. Yeah, and he was supposed to be like the star of the show, kind of like how Tim Allen was the star of Home Improvement. Yeah, but because of Bridesmaid, Melissa McCarthy became all of a sudden bigger than he did. So it was like, like there was this paradigm shift as far as um, advertising goes. Mm-hmm. Instead of focusing on him, it was focusing on her more. Yeah. So I don't like. I'm like. The shows I've seen were fun, but I've just never... I'm not like a... Yeah, I gotta watch it! <laughs> All right, so what else? My Little Pony, the complete series, the original. <clears throat> oh, yeah! So you bronies out there, if you want to go back to the original. Gotta say, you know, I, I'm always... I, I'm sure, like, my sister would love that because mm-hmm. she's a My Little Pony classic. But like I say, the new current friendship's magic. They're a lot sexier, head. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to marry somebody, Twilight Sparkle's the one to marry. <laughs> you know, these other ponies, they ain't got nothing on Twilight. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else? Uh, okay, skip that one. Uh, you skip with what? It was the one with the 24, complete series. Oh, okay. Uh, the Equalizer, the complete there it collection is. limited distance coming out. Yeah, let's ride the backs of uh, the Denzel Washington That's one. That's right. Um. I remember seeing the show. It was fun. Uh, you know, old British guy kicking ass, taking names. All right. Yeah. It was in the 80s. It was when vigilante TV shows were popular. Or, you know, the anti-hero, because during that time, you also had A-Team, Knight Rider. It was always like the right. the people and the the lone people out in the shadows who protect the innocent. Where the law stops, these people start. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that sums up almost every, every show, show in the right, 80s. Right. Like, I'm like, uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> How about no? That still fits in that. <laughs> yep. Okay. What else? Mega Man: The Complete TV Series is coming out, for kids. Okay, now you're not even trying. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I have for TV and movies. Yeah, I'm looking to see if there's any um, honorable mentions. Yeah, nothing really jumping out at me, to be honest. I, I mean, Once Upon a Time in America is would have been my pick of. Of movie of the week, mm. you know, um, yeah. So I'm gonna go with. Uh, All right, yeah. Let's move on to video games. Time for some video game, kids. What? All right. What do we got coming out? What Ed? do we got it coming out? Here we go. Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor by Warner Home Games is coming out for the PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and PC. I am. This will be my review for next week. Nice. Um, I, again, it's like, uh, I I was really interested in it to start off with, Mm -hmm. but I never, like, I just pre-ordered it just recently because I forgot to, but they had this thing, this, this nemesis system that I'll probably get into more detail next week Mm -hmm. when I know more about it. But apparently the idea of this nemesis system is you are a, you know, it's your classic tale of, I used to be a hero or I used to be a soldier they kill my family, now I kill everybody kind of thing. Okay. Okay. I think it takes place before The Lord of the Rings. It's like a... Wow. It's got nothing to do with the books. It's just, hey, look, let's add Lord of the Rings and we'll make more money on it. Yeah. So he goes around killing everybody as possible. 
But the nemesis system apparently is if, let's say I'm in a battle, and I, let's say, mortally, not mortally wound, but let's say I severely injure this goblin or mm. this orc, mm. let's say by cutting its hand off, or leg, let's, lighting it on fire. That's a good one. Okay. That's the, the example I, the person that I read the article used. Okay. If he, that person gets away, mm-hmm. according to, I guess, the mythology of um, the Lord of the Rings series, is that you can get promoted in the ranks right. by the amount of scars and battles that you've been into. So here's the thing is that that guy that you burnt, half burnt, mm-hmm. will come back later in the game as your like nemesis, you know, that you will see him again. Mm-hmm. I know you're going, yeah, what's the big deal? Yeah. It's not going to be the same for everybody. Ah. Like, like, let's say like I do something and I'd say I cut his hand off. Yeah. And you fighting something, and it doesn't even have to be the same character. It could be like a, any character that you attack, if it gets away, has the potential of being a nemesis okay. of yours. It'll come back stronger and harder to kill yeah, at later in the game. All right. So it's one of those things like like you and I attack the same orc. Yeah. Your game, you cut off a hand. Right. He and he gets away. He might show up with handless. You know, but maybe like you know, like how they have the movie with a little spike on his thing. Yeah. And he'll purposely come after you. He'll be, and people, it, the system, like I said, I need to know more about it to be able to get a better review on it. Yeah. But it fascinated me thinking that this game is going to be as, pers- it's as personalized as it can get right. as far as how you, your fighting style, who lives, who dies, who comes back to basically try to hunt you down and kill you right. during the course of this adventure. Right. So I'm like, All So right. it's not like, like the typical, like, there's a bad guy. You fight him at the beginning, and he disappears. But he's like the main bad guy right. later in the later in the thing. So it's a random. It could it's, be, it, there's a plethora of enemies. every every enemy that you fight has potential to become a nemesis later in the game. Wow! And it how what you do to them or what they what happens to them is solely randomized as far as their ability to come back. Yeah, you know that that to me is fascinating. I'm yeah. like I'm interested in that. Um, there was also. Um, yeah, it's like I said. I'm gonna have. I'll know more when I because I'm. You're buying. I'm. Yeah. I'm picking it up. So I'm gonna between that and my destiny. I'm trying to. I'm trying to wean myself off destiny. So maybe <laughs> Shadows of Mordor will help. I don't think it's gonna happen because I'm in mainline destiny since I got it. <laughs> you know. Anything else? Yes, there's, a, there's a, quite a few more here actually. For uh, Forza Horizon. Jeez. <coughs> Forza Horizon, Horizon 2. 2 by Microsoft for the Xbox 360 and Xbox One. Uh, no. It's Xbox One only, buddy. Uh, uh, no, right here. It's the Xbox 360. All right. There's Xbox 360. Okay, because I'm, I'm in the know, dude, so. Well, in the Amazon, it's 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 putting as both. Yeah. So. Amazon's wrong! Amazon's wrong, man. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I think that they're trying to push more. The Xbox One stuff? Yeah, because they are hurting so fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. What else? Uh, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax by Atlas. Yeah. For the PS3 and Xbox 360. Was this like way behind on the, on the times here? Why? Well, it's just, it's just uh, uh, last, oh, gen, last um, gen consoles. Well, there's still, like, what could be, it could have been the fact that maybe they didn't have any... Um, they didn't want to do next gen because they don't know what they don't. They, this could have been a game that was in production well before they announced 
Uh-huh. You know, like some of these games take like three to four years to make. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, and we only know about the next gen console almost like two years before, right? So mm-hmm. they could have been like, that's the reason why, um, you know, a lot of games that came out last year only came out for last gen consoles because there was no, like there was no advanced warning right. for other for other companies to kind of get their shit together right. or to update stuff. Like that's why when the Xbox One and the PS4 were released, it was very limited of what games were out there because no one really, not no one knew about it, but no one had the technology to build the games around it. Right. It was only given to a select few for like the launch titles. Right. So this, um, these guys could have been one of them. Plus it's, it's persona. They're mostly a, it's a side scroll and fight game. Okay. So, and they don't really need three, you know, you don't really need high def yeah, for that. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could, but whatever. Okay. What else? FIFA 15 by Electronic Arts coming out for the Wii finally. Yes. So every game for out for everything else but the Wii, but this, and that's going to be the, uh, well, uh, Amazon's going to have it for October 1st. I don't know if it's going to have that same effect everywhere else, but uh, just kind of look for that, kids, this week. Oh, uh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm looking. I'm, I, I'm scrolling down the list. Okay, what else you got, Ed? Natural Doctrine by NA, NIS America for the PS3, PS4, and PS Vita. Yeah, uh, I don't know nothing about this. It looks like a standard D and D game. Ah, uh, like fighting game. I'm looking at the uh, we call it the, the little clips they have because mm-hmm. I was curious because this is even though you were saying natural doctrine, um, the 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 font is small T's in both of those. So I'm kind of right. curious. I'm like, why is that? Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, it's a thing they're doing. All right, what else? Uh. Crimes and Punishments, Sherlock Holmes by Maximum Games for PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and Windows. Yeah, I... Okay, I'm going to be honest. These last two games I didn't know anything about. Okay. You know, I mean, I knew there was a crime and punishment with the Sherlock Holmes. Like, it's you're playing, I think, Sherlock Holmes and you're solving a murder. Mm. I... I don't know. Like, <laughs> I got nothing. Um, being a Sherlock Holmes fan, I'm like, all right, that'd be kind of cool. Cool to play, yeah. Cool to play, but it also doesn't look like it's... You know, I don't know what to expect. Right. Like, I don't know if it's if it's if it's a like an adventure game or is it an action game? Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be an adventure game. Like, pick this or pick that. You, right. you got to solve the crime. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll take a peek at it during break. What else? Falling Skies: The Game by Majesco for PS3 and Xbox 360. Okay. Can we let's be honest for a second? Yeah. Have you ever known any game TV. based off a TV show that's really worked? Yeah, I, I just don't. I mean, I know Defiance the, had a look of nice um, bump, but I don't know if you could consider those because I think they were like more like uh, iPad games. Well, but the uh, uh, Walking Dead, I thought you said were pretty good. Oh, okay. You know what? Uh, that would be the Telltale games, Walking Dead. I would, yes, you, I would, you, I would be corrected. Yeah, <laughs> you would be correct. I would, I would be corrected. That is probably the only one because they are phenomenal. It's, but it is a pick, choose your own adventure kind of thing, though. It, yeah, it is when you are in that moment, you have to make decisions left to right, and those decisions instantaneously affect how the rest of the game's going. Mm. So you're constantly in this kind of, do I go left or if you pick this, turn to page fifty two. If you pick <laughs> this, turn to page fifty seven. You know, remember those choose your own adventure books. Yes, yep. So that's what it's kind of like. But Falling Skies. I gotta be honest. I didn't think the show was that popular to warrant a video game. Right. Like, I, is is really the TV show really hot among gamers? I didn't. I didn't think so. Neither did I. So I'm kind of like, um, oh, I'm like, all right, good luck with that. 
Anything else? Super Smash Brothers by Nintendo for the oh, 3DS. That's right. Now this is an October third release date. Nintendo always has those. <laughs> yeah, odd those odd ones, and that's because um, it's Nintendo. And also, too, for people who don't have the 3DS at the moment, mm-hmm. GameStop did pay, I guess, Nintendo to license three specific styles of new 3D XLs. Mm. One has like a Smash Brothers kind of like style to it with like the cover art. I think there's like an, I forget the second one, but the third one actually may be a little bit interesting. It looks like the old Nintendo controller. Wow. You know, it's just, it's shaped like that. And obviously it's, it, you open it up, but yeah. the cover is that. The original. Yeah, the original. Buttons. A, B, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's cool and all, but I mean, I'm like, I owned the 3DS, couldn't really get into it. You know, I I think I mentioned it last week. I Mm. got rid of my Vita. Vita, right. My Vita just kind of... Sometimes you got to toss away the good kids for the better kids. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you got to let certain kids go. No matter how much you try raising them. There's some jobs just bad eggs, Ed. My semen must have turned in that one. All right, what else? That's pretty much it. The rest of it's just uh, Skylanders. A lot of Skylander figures are coming. Yeah, um... I do have uh, some stuff. I, I we can get into like the gaming stuff like later in the show because mm-hmm. I you know we should take a break. Okay, and then uh, get ourselves ready for little life universe and something with Ed. <laughs> All right, sounds good. And then we'll talk because I want to do talk about. Um, I did have a little bit of a. I, I've had. I picked up a couple figures because Disney's Infinity 2.0 came out. Yes, and I did not pick up the game. Okay. Because I did pick up two figures. All right. And then... Yeah, you, you wouldn't even tell me in the car. No, I mentioned, oh, he picked up two figures. Which ones? No, no, no. I'm saving it for, for the show. Save it for the show. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll take so a... I have to wait just like you kids. <laughs> so we'll take a break, and we'll be right back. All right. And we're back, folks. Yeah. You know what? There was something I forgot to add in on the show, live show. See, again... One of the benefits of you people listening to the downloaded breakdown is that you get bonus stuff. Because mm-hmm. right now there's somebody live going, hey, Sean was supposed to mention something completely forgot. Well, you people at home get to hear it. Yeah. This is what I wanted to bring up. Um, as you know, I've been playing Destiny for the past well, three weeks, I guess, at this point. <laughs> I have been living, breathing the game. Um, this past week there, last week you've heard me talk about what I call, affectionately call the murder cave. Mm-hmm. They actually call it the treasure cave. Well, Bungie has cracked down now and, and took away the spawn time. They made it longer so people don't spend hours oh, there. there. Right. Um, in fact, they kind of addressed it. They were like, you know, like, look, you know, we all get we all get why you're doing it, and it's fun and all, but we don't kind of see the point of camping out in front of something for long periods of time actually kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So to discourage you guys, we're creating, like, longer f- refresh times for those those spawn moments, you know. And we're going to crack down on some of the overpowering weapons that people have been making comments about through the Crucible, like the player versus player stuff, mm. like shotguns. There's no way you should be able to snipe somebody with a shotgun. <laughs> so they do realize, you know, that mistake. And, they kinda, and also another one of their other complaints that people were having is that when you're doing missions, you have these things called Ingrams, I think they're called. Mm. You know, um, there are three colors. Green, blue, and purple. Okay. Green is uncommon gear. 
you know, it's just basically kind of like a more advanced than just the basic gear you get the stores. Right. The rare is the, obviously, as it sounds, rare gear. Like, you mm -hmm. know, they're blue in, in color. Mm -hmm. um, now, also, the chances of the when you get a rare item, mm -hmm. you ha it then goes into a roll of whether or not it's going to be a blue item or a green item or some type of um, upgrade material. Mm -hmm. uh, so... You're like, all right, most of the time it's been blue, you know, flat out blue. Right. Um, uh, people were okay with that, but it was the, the legendary drops that people were having problems with. Because the legendary drops, you had, it was either going to be green, mm. an uncommon, a rare, a legendary, or an exotic. And the exotics, the gold, kind of like the, the really ultra rare, high powered stuff that, you know, most people, when they got a purple Ingram, when they traded it in, it was blue. Ah. You know, or some type of material, so no one was getting any kind of legendary gear. Gotcha. Which I, I found that quite frustrating at times because I was stuck at level twenty four for quite some time. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't care, like, because to me it's like the idea of just keep playing the game over and over and over again and stuff. You know, right? And maybe you get lucky. I did get lucky this week. Oh. I got an exotic handgun. I got a hand cannon. It's a you know a hand cannon called a Hawk Moon. And it's really nice, but it, it's powerful, obviously. But it was, I was, I was shocked as all hell because, you know, it was a, I, I got it as a legendary drop doing some bullshit mission, mm. you know, that just running around doing stuff and it dropped. And I was like, oh, let me go cash in. I wasn't thinking because I'm like, okay, it's like everything else. It'll probably be blue, and I break it down for the glimmer and for or the materials. Right. But when it popped up and it was an exotic piece, I was like, holy crap, I got one. This is awesome. <laughs> like I felt like, wow, like luck was on my my side that yeah. day. Um, then last night I was playing and they're doing these Queen's Wraths missions. Like if you play the game, you come across the Awoken Queen mm. and you, you, you're briefly introduced to her and she basically says, you know, I'm going to ask you for favors and, you know, I'm helping you out so you owe me kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Well, they open up this thing called the Queen's Bounties just for the next two weeks, which ends um, October 6th, where you do these bounties and you get these points for her faction and then you you know, you unlock better gear for her stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, like I was able to get to the level one, so I was able to get myself like a queen's um, like Ingram for, you know, for my my status bar, kind of the you know tchotchkes to make it look good, kind right, of thing. Yeah. Um, also, there's queen strikes where she sends you out in personal bounties, and you go into like her little section, and they randomize one of six uh, strikes, and they could they're a little harder than than the normal. Mm. <coughs> and you get chance to get legendary gear and stuff through those strikes, mm -hmm. you know. And of course, like people were like, because and I was doing those strikes. So like once you you have to complete a bounty, and then you get like a, a like a pass to go to those strikes. Mm -hmm. And then when you do those strikes, depending on which one you get, you do, it's randomized. I was able to get um, a legendary helm and okay. a legendary chest piece. But what was cool about it, it had the queen's emblem on it. Mm. Yeah, like her little stamp of like saying where you got it from. And I thought it was pretty, I like it. It's pretty badass. And then there's like some shaders and they're kind of like purplish. Yeah. So I got one of those because I got my level up to one. So I can get that like little emblem and as well as a shader. I want to try to get the level three. I don't know if that's going to be possible in the next six days. Yeah. You know, because you get her bounties and they update every 12 hours. And I've been able to do four out of the six because... They give you six. Four are kind of like random like quest objects kind mm -hmm. of thing. 
But the two are crucibles, like, oh, get 20 headshots on Guardians in the Crucible. And I'm like, I have a problem with, I have a problem getting one shot off sometimes. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to be able to do a couple games and get 20 headshots. Because right. especially when you're running around like a maniac, you're actually going to have to, it was like um, headshots with a scout a scout rifle and headshots with a, with a sniper rifle. And I'm like, sniper rifle, you need to sit and camp somewhere. And it, it's difficult to kind of, I find it difficult. Mm. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are like, you're, you just suck then. I'm like, yeah. I admit that I suck. <laughs> so I always kind of pass on those, but those points values are only like 50 or 100, you know, like you, but you have to keep doing them right. to try to gain up. And I'm just like, oh, it's a grind. And I feel like I'm clocking in. Like every 12 hours, I'm checking something out going, okay, I could do these. Like before I left to pick you up, I did three of her, the four that I had right. from her. You know, now tonight, you know, I'm gonna go try and finish the fourth one. The fourth, the fourth one's a little hard because you have to kill three of these spider things. Uh-huh. The problem is you can go do this strike where it appears all the time, but apparently you actually have to have the kill shot wow. to do it. And if there's three of you, only one of you. I, I don't know if it's been proven or not, but the person who gets the kill shot gets the you know the point towards right. the three that you have to kill. What you can do because if you know the spawning patterns, and I obviously I looked it up, like quarter after and quarter of every hour it appears randomly on its own in that area so okay. you can actually travel to that area walk to that area uh-huh. and it'll be there waiting for you and just kill it you know three times right the first time i did the bounty it took like like half the day to do it you know because i didn't know that mm-hmm. but then the second time i accomplished it it took me like 20 minutes because i just happened to be there at the right moment like ah, okay. kind of i was like all right this is not bad like i'm like this woo <laughs> um but now i i and then last night after I did those queen bounties, another bounty pop up. It was a legendary bounty where I can get a, a, a an exotic weapon by doing all these things. Right. Unfortunately, the one I pick, it's a fusion rifle, and I'm having problems with the fusion rifle because when you pull a trigger, it goes. So there's like a second buildup that has a buildup before you can fire. Yeah. And I did all the the hoops. The last one I have to do is I have to do this weekly strike, mm-hmm. and I'm by myself. So, but and it's it's like. Level twenty eight, and I'm like a level twenty seven, and all these guys just keep coming up, and I got to kill two hundred bad guys with a fusion rifle to for it for the one that's being created for me. I guess they they use the excuse of you have to, it has to um, the materials have to settle, but in the meantime you got to go kill two hundred of these people with another fusion rifle. Wow, you know, and I'm just like, (sighs) so like I've been trying to do the strikes, but I think like once you do those strikes because they're like legendary strikes. Once you die, it's in a non respawn the whole adventure's over. Uh, Luckily, the number, the tally stays the same. Yeah. But after doing it three times, I only had like, I think I had like five kills out of 200. Wow. So I'm like, this is going to be a grind. I'm going to, unless I had like a couple other people with me, mm. but I don't. So it's just going to be like, I'm kind of hoping that as I keep going, I get better and better and I can last a little longer. So maybe it won't take forever. Mm. You know, because that's kind of keeping me from getting other bounties at the moment okay. because I'm trying to, it's it's taking up a slot. Like I'm allowed five, and now I'm kind of cut down to four. I could abandon it, but if I abandon it, I don't know if I'm ever going to get it again because uh. I, I, I've been playing the game three weeks straight, and people going, oh, I got this exact bounty, and I'm like, oh, you get nothing. <laughs> now that I have one, I want to try to complete it, and it's for a rifle I have no desire to shoot. Right. You know, so I'm thinking like, yeah, well, I could just you know get it and go, yay, I did it, and then just put it in my vault or something. <laughs> but that was it. I mean, like I said, it was kind of like a double-edged sword because people were bitching about 
some of the stuff with Bungie and they go and correct it. Yeah. And then people are still bitching. Right. You know, in fact, even though they shut down the one loot cave, somebody found another one. Uh, so it's like, come on, guys, like grow up a little bit. <laughs> you know, I'm getting better at the Crucible stuff. You know, now I've been able to kind of feel like I'm more comfortable getting bounties. Like, oh, uh, kill 20 guardian, guardians with melee attacks. I'm like, well, I could do that. I'm always bumping into guys. I can just stab them a couple times. Yeah. Then there's like get 50 assists. You know, I'm like, okay, I can do that. I'm usually the guy going, let's get him, pop, pop, pop. I get killed and the other guy kills the guy who shoots me, counts it as an assist. So I'm like, all right, yay. You know, <laughs> the one I'm having problems with doing that I didn't have problems with before is the post-mortem, get five post-mortem, like I die. Mm. I kill, like, if I, like, throw a grenade right. and I get killed and that person gets killed, it's post-mortem. Okay. I'm having problems getting five of them because I'm actually kind of either just dying right out or I'm killing them at the exact same moment they're killing me. Ah. So I'm like, <sighs> But, I mean, it's, it's still fun. It's still adventurous. I, I can't wait till uh, I think, in a couple months, the new patch. You know, they're doing a new patch this week where... They promise that if you get a legendary Ingram, the purple ones, uh-huh. it's going to be either a purple, it's going to be either a legendary gear or an exotic gear. Okay. So they kind of realized, you know, they, they made the joke of like, okay, if those people are holding on to those purple ones, waiting for a moment to cash them in, when this patch is updated, all those purple ones are going to turn to blue. Not that we didn't already know they already were. Kind of like, yeah. you know, it was like, a, <laughs> we all know, we hear a bunch of new that they were going to be blue, so... Might as well just cash them in because what I do is I cash them in and then break them down for the parts. Right. So, I mean, that's pretty much it. That's what I wanted to add on the show and I didn't get a chance to. Okay. You know, but it's it's still fun and still adventurous. But if you guys want to, you know, add me, I'm Sean R510 on PlayStation 4. I'd love to do some raids and some strikes with people. Right. So that way I can get, like, I can't do the vault glass because I don't have six people to go raid with me. Right. So I'm kind of like, this sucks. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm thinking. There is a setting that I can do in the game where I can make my game instead of private, just my friends, I can make it public so I can probably have people join me at any moment. Mm. So I might try just doing that just to kind of see what happens. Right. Maybe I'll get lucky. Eh, who knows? Uh, so, yeah. But um, until then, again, if you want to add me on your PlayStation Network, I do have a PS3 and a PS4. It is Sean R510. You know, just look, you know, search me out and send me a friend request. And I'll friend you. Just say, hey, heard you on Geeksters. I want to add you to my, par- my raiding party. What? what? <laughs> but until then, um, don't forget to listen to us live on Sundays from 6 to 9, 9.30-ish, you know, Eastern Standard Time, um, on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes, Tuned In, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook, uh, our Geeksters Radio Facebook page and like us. Also, we're on Instagram at Geeksters Radio, but we are on Twitter on just at Geeksters. Yes. Uh, also, go to our wordswithgeeks.com page. To download past, present, and future episodes. And if you want to kind or iTunes, I'm sure you somehow you're listening to this through one of those means. Or tell a friend. And tell them to check the About page to find out where they can find us. Yeah. Um, until then, if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Sean, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Eric, you can contact her at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. And we'll see you in part two, where we talk Disney World. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.